previously on Live at 605. <laughs> Can you not? Oh, my God. I've... How dare you? Ew. Oh, man. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from a beautiful fall like Toronto. This is episode six of season 18 of Live at 605. Yes. I am your podcaster, Val. I'm your podcaster, John, and we're at the halfway mark of the Whoa. season 18. I'm going to be sad to see the season go. Yeah, then we won't take six months off again. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I feel like we're going to. We have to tease it again, but we have a crazy story that's coming for towards the end of the season. Yeah. I don't, don't even know when it'll... might be the season finale. It might be the before the season finale. Yeah, Who knows? True. Is there any teasers you can tell or... Um, it's it's tri, it's a tri-city scenario. What? A tri-city? Or do, it's like a two-city scenario story. Wow. Okay. I don't even know what this means then. We were in two cities for something. Oh, something happened. Something big happened. Um, while for we us f- while we were traveling, yes. right? So it yes. involves two different cities. There you go. That's a good tea. Something right. big. If you thought getting married was big, this is very big. This is us. Ooh. <laughs> uh, why don't you give out your contact information? Yeah, definitely. Um, what you want to call it? You are going to want to check out some of the cool shit <laughs> we've been up to. It's uh, Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, had any good luck on Instagram? Yeah, um, we definitely posted uh, a couple weeks ago. It was the anniversary of us getting engaged, so two-year anniversary of that, and then our seventh-month anniversary of getting married. Um, wow. And so we did a gallery art, but then in between that, we had a fun, a bunch of funny uh, stories as well as uh, pic collage from Montreal. Wow, does it feel like it's? been a quick two years since we got engaged it does because i feel like i distinctly remember that memory so well right yeah mm-hmm. and then we rewatched the engagement video uh-huh. but we gotta go back to arendelle park and if anyone wants to go to arendelle park there's a big giant tree in the middle of a field and that's where we got engaged better be there i'm gonna have to put down fucking what is it money in mississauga for that damn tree to still stay there yeah but it's so sad to watch the proposal video so you can't watch that all the time i know i did choose some pretty sad music we can only watch it once a year but what about you called me out on instagram the other day with the rice post (laughs) so um what you call it i'm in the microphone i know i know i'm just saying when i edit it i gotta boost everyone not just Uh, you not just me everyone (laughs) All two of us, everybody. <laughs> so it makes my life just that much easier. One of my favorite things in like, um, I don't know if we mentioned this before, but we have a pretty, John and I like to play hard during the work week and then kind of take weekends off-ish for the most part. You made that schedule. I don't know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so then I can't, I think I was at the studio on Thursday and I was like, oh shit, we need to buy basmati rice. Ooh, right? I call it boss rice. Boss rice. That's, that's what it actually says on the list uh, for yeah. things to buy. Um, for gimme, gimme, gimme list for shopping yeah. on our fridge. And so I'm like, fuck, we need to buy basmati rice. And then the text message and I quote went like this. It was like. Wait, well, first of all, it was, it was the day was raining and oh, I was sick. It was raining? And in the morning, 
Oh, I got two stories for you. In the, in the morning, you're like, oh, can you pick up some basmati rice on your way home? Basmati. And I said, sure, if you just text me, because then it'll remind me. Yeah, which I'm like. And No, that's fine. But anyway, I came home. Fine. Came home sick, and you're just like. Uh, you make it sound <laughs> like you have the plague. I have shit dripping out my nose. I sound all congested. Okay. But anyways. Yes. I went and bought the rice. But my other story, other story was last night when I said goodbye to you. Good night to you. I said, okay, can you just remind me as soon as I leave here to take the meat out of the freezer? Yeah. Didn't remind me. Didn't remind me to the point where I... didn't I, remind you for something to happen 30 seconds later. No, I, I did not. I told you I need you to remind <laughs> me. As soon as, I leave, as soon as I leave that door, my mind's elsewhere. <laughs> I got dishes to do, teeth to brush, faces to wash. <laughs> Again, and, there's just one of him. And so anyways, <laughs> this, is, this is what I do. I wouldn't do this if you were just... If you weren't my wife, but I got into bed... Started listening to my podcast two minutes into sleeping in the bed. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't take the meat out of the freezer. Mm-hmm. So do I not get out of the bed in the dark, brave the foot demons, walk past potential ghost Frankie and into the kitchen, <laughs> take it out. Put that it, shit is real. Find a plate, put it on the plate, put mm-hmm. it in the fridge, come back to bed, get past ghost Frankie, past the foot <laughs> demons in the bedroom and jump into bed without waking you. That's true. So. I, I was definitely in a very deep slumber because I was exhausted this week. Yeah. But this is the text message I get from John because you and I don't really text during the day. But when we do, we text a lot, yeah. I find. Or there's maybe a phone call. <laughs> right. And so what is the thing you always tell me about when I call you or I need to talk to you during the day? Uh there's three scenarios for when we need to talk during the work day. And two out of the three are usually bad scenarios. <laughs> So if I get a, hey, Bobo, are you free? <laughs> Can I call you? Then I know, okay, usually it's fine. Okay. Then there's, that's good, but it's not always great because even it happened the other day and it was like, ah, I got some good news, but it's mainly just bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right. <laughs> then the next one is, hey, can I call you? Which yeah. is not good at all. <laughs> yeah. And that's usually just like bad news bears. Yeah. And then there's just a straight up out of nowhere phone call from you. You will. Wait, all these scenarios are bad scenarios. What yeah. do I do when there's something good? You wait till you come home to tell oh, me. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so really, I don't talk to you at all during work unless it's bad news. <laughs> Exactly. So anyways. So then at the end of the day, sorry, this is is about Basmati Rice, which (laughs) super fan from season 17, Alyssa actually called this out. She's like, this will definitely be on the podcast. (laughs) So then um, I was like, yeah, right. So um, what you want to call it? At the end of the day, before you're getting ready to go home, I'm getting ready to go to the studio. I was like. Because I promised I'd remind No, I was already you. home. I was already home. Oh, you're home. already home. You left early, though. Because I was feeling sick. So I was like, and I John, can you buy some basmati rice? And then you text me back, is there a brand you like? And then I was like, hmm. I actually don't know if there is a brand I like, because all I usually do is get my dad to give us some rice. Right. But then I was like, yo, just buy the one that looks uh, with the most Indian looking <laughs> packaging. And then if you go on to John's in, or the Facebook page or the Live I'll at 605 page, you'll see which one John ended up buying. And so one of my favorite people, um, Becca, she actually wrote me back and was like, oh, my God, LMAO. Uh, this is the whitest looking package of basmati rice I've ever seen yeah, from the like, whitest girl. There's an elephant. <laughs> he was dressed up the elephant. Exactly. That's what I told her. So Yeah, these people calling me out saying it's like the whitest rice ever. First of all, rice is white. 
<laughs> that might be the name of the podcast. Oh, God. Rice is white. I'm going to write that down. You know what it is, though? Because you told me you're like, there was only Uncle Ben. Well, I was going to say, there's Uncle Ben one minute uh-huh. basmati rice. I'm uh-huh. like, that's the whitest rice you can get. You, fact, right? Is Was the packaging orange? This yeah. is how I feel about basmati rice. One, the packaging has to be not durable. I couldn't even break into that fucking package. That's how you know it's white person's basmati rice. Secondly. Uncle Ben? No, the one you bought. That's how you know it's not white people. White people make stuff so poorly. (laughs) That's how you know. That's why everything that's made in America. Sorry, Americans. Sucks. Not true. Obviously, I love everyone who makes everything unless it's. Anyways, keep Anyways, going. Anyways, so you bought the you funniest. You all make great products. Everyone makes great products, White but you bought this like really like bougie looking basmati rice. Oh. Um, to be fair though, it tasted delicious. That might have been the best batch of white basmati rice I ever made. Okay, I'm going to post the picture and you guys let me know if it's white rice or if it's proper Indian, Indian rice. rice. I don't think I can say that. Yeah, yeah you can. You get a free pass. 50% only though. Half monkey. Yeah. So. Can I give out my contact information? Yes. Call at your boy on Facebook and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp, posting dope shit all the time. Follow mm-hmm. me on Twitter at Malencamp. And then follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. The official Live at 605 account is Live at 605. Mm-hmm. And we post dope shit on there all the time. We've really stepped up the Instagram game. And then mm-hmm. Facebook, you'll see a bunch of dope shit there as well. Like, we've got every basis covered. We'll have to sign up for TikTok soon. Oh, boy. You always mock me with TikTok. No. Yeah. Um, So, sorry. Yeah. I was going to say, so this is like really, I feel like all of our podcasts, because they were, we took such a big break (laughs) off this season, um, what you're going to call it, are kind of leading up to the present day, if that's kind of fair. Sure. Right? And so the last three podcasts have really been about like these giant collectives of moments. So this (coughs) podcast is kind of like, the remainder of the summer and all the different random adventures yeah. I think that we had. Sure. Um, but one of the things I was saying to you is, and a lot of um, friends and family have started like listening or closer friends and family have started listening to the mm. podcast again. Mm-hmm. We have uh, like a plentiful bash of super fans of the week mm-hmm. to pick one. Is there one that you want to call out this week? Yeah, definitely. The uh, the super fan this week is none other than best man. <laughs> Batty man. Batty boy. <laughs> well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a live at 605 super fan. That's it on Facebook. I'm trying to go in order of when people talk to us about the podcast. Yeah, so, there's so many To now. be fair, the night he talked to us about it was the night of a party we yeah. had. Yeah. But other people talked about it after him. That, yeah. So it's in order. Like the first okay. one was Pops Mountain, who went absolutely yeah. ham about the podcast. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's again, it's like he rediscovered. I'm like, yeah, we didn't oh. go anywhere. You just retired. <laughs> and then I you know. driving long distances. Yeah. Like our podcast has been like... But let alone audio works anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> At any age and stage. Exactly. <laughs> so... Uh, so this one was funny. So Bati Man... Can, can I just say one thing? So yeah. when we first started the podcast... I like in Sh- season one? Yeah, like six years ago. Yeah. Sean was on the podcast. He's been on a few of them. You go back yeah. and listen to him. He's actually been on some pretty great episodes. Oh my gosh. And we actually found the Vine that like we uh, recorded yeah. back when Vine was a thing yeah. of Sean physically in the 605 studio That's prepping right. to record. He's done some of the... he. So we did the first one that he ever did was with me, Sean, and Dan. Me, Sean, and Dan. 
was with <laughs> was <laughs> we did with Dan. Got it. Yes. Yes. Uh, or I don't think you were involved. And then we did another one. No, because there was no girls allowed. That was like five years after the no girls allowed. Oh boy. So that one you were clearly gone. And then the mm-hmm. second one, the three of us did Boys Town Brew. Uh-huh. You came through like halfway through, and that's when we. I gotta bring this game back. But is that an athlete or a porn star? Which oh, is one of the best games so I ever played. Funny. Where I would say the name and you had to guess if it was an athlete or a porn star. I don't even remember how I came up with that game. It's so funny. That was a great game. I have a new one I might start doing with us, which is just called Agree or Disagree, where I read a statement and you can just agree or disagree. Okay. You got an issue with that? Yeah, because you're going to pick weird things. Well, I'm not going to say like, you know, was Hitler. Oh, definitely agree. Agree or disagree. (laughs) Something like that. I'm going for the long con with you, so I'll say agree. It might be something like, <laughs> yeah. do all rappers want to be basketball players and do all basketball players want to be rappers? Agree or disagree? Disagree. Agree. What? Of course. They're all like, every, like, look how many. That's such like a weird generalization. It's because I'm Can very Can you much... go back to the super fan? <laughs> I digress. So basically. So, no, I just wanted to say, so just, I had a point about this, about he had been in a bunch of podcasts. I remember when we first started the podcast, mm-hmm. Sean's like, oh yeah. I listened to a couple of your episodes. He's like, he did say like, oh, you know, it's pretty good. Like he said, even when we record together, he's like, oh, you do a good job of like, of like hosting the show and like mm-hmm. never having dead air. He's like, oh, I have another friend. Uh, it's like a fifth cousin of mine. And you know, it's really, he has a podcast too. It's all about like actually like building video game consoles. He's like, <laughs> I kind of stopped. He basically was like, oh, I listened to a couple of your episodes. They're fine. But you know, this great <laughs> podcast series about building <laughs> video game consoles. When you... Ask John and I, it's like, or meet John and I as a couple. You mean John and I? Right. Is it a movie, what is it, movie making? And a movie about movie making? Is that right? We're making movies. Yeah. It's a movie about making movies. (laughs) So basically, I think one of the things, that's not like a qualifier for us, is but when you ask us like, oh, you know, what do we like to do and stuff like that, it's a bunch of different things. Like, we obviously like going to concerts and like watching movies and like hanging out with like friends, going to bars and like traveling and everything. But then as a couple... Some of the things we like to do together or independently is like music. We also do this podcast. We also like, you know, we're creatives. Like we like writing a lot of stuff. And so I think this is one of those things where as a couple, all of our friends have been like in some way mentioned on this podcast potentially or been part of it. But then it's all our closest friends who don't listen to the podcast. Yeah, and to be fair, it's because we tell them all these stories in real life. And yeah. Like, oh, there's only certain people who can record a podcast and then listen to their own podcast and then come home and talk about how much they like their <laughs> podcast. Which is me. And make me listen to the podcast <laughs> in a certain episode of the podcast where we talk about yeah. the podcast. So then which is you. fast forward five years later, to like two, two, weeks week, ago. Two, two weeks ago, we're having a screening party. Um, and dinner party with like 15 of our close friends um, to screen the wedding video, which is great. Because so if you want to hear about that, go back and listen to wedding podcasts one to three. Yeah. Right. But this party was like, I wanted to make it Spanish theme. Oh, man. Right? That, we will, let's not get into the actual get into party because well, that's a different that's a episode. Different. But having said that, we were in the kitchen, me, John and Sean. Right. And then you guys were making. John, John and I. Yeah. Whatever. Right. <laughs> You just called not, me up for the not same thing. Not to be thing. confused with the 90s um, wardrobe. Puff Daddy. This is Sean John. Yeah. Um, you guys were in the kitchen and you were talking about. No, it was nice. Sean's actually just like, oh, I got to tell you because I've been on set. And I think he was like, he was driving. Driving a lot. Yeah. And driving a lot. Like, oh, I was listening to your guys' podcast, the wedding episodes. And they're like really great and stuff. 
And then I was like, which oh, that's they awesome. are actually because I've yeah. listened to them. Like I don't want to let them go. Oh boy, because <laughs> they're so good. They're awesome. So I'm like, oh, that's great. I appreciate you listening to it. I think he listened to only maybe it was only the first two that mm-hmm. he listened to, and he's like, yeah, they're really great and they're fun. And I'm like, oh, I appreciate you listening to them. That's awesome. And then he, then he just it was fun because then he got in. He's been into a bunch of podcasts lately, and mm-hmm. just like I'm like, yeah, I lo- I always get excited when I find another person who loves podcasts. Cause I always ask, ask them. What genres, which podcasts, which mm-hmm. hosts, this and that. So, like, podcasts have been huge for a while, but, like, I've been listening to podcasts since 2007. John feels he discovered podcasting like he discovered St. Lucia, the band. I did, yeah. I know. <laughs> and find another person who's been to St. Lucia other than us. My, our friend Henry from England did. Yeah, probably after us. Yeah, it was after us. Yeah, exactly. We discovered... Oh, uh, yeah, we discovered an entire island. Got it. <laughs> and... Anyways, the reason why he's the super fan is because he talked about how much he liked the podcast, and he also likes a bunch of other like smart guy podcasts. I'm like, yo, I like comedy podcasts and podcasts about ghosts. <laughs> and I found a great comedy podcast about ghosts called The Boogie Monster. <laughs> Anyways, that would make him the super fan, I guess, unless you got anything else to say. Yeah, no, I just think it's like finally, like again, um, doing the wedding kind of brought in a lot more. Uh, friends and family to the podcast so I'm happy that Sean um, is listening and super fan of the week but maybe this is an opportunity in season 18 we can have like our close friends come back onto the podcast so do you want to get into this one or do you have any sponsorships or anything Mm, do you have some yeah I have one about it's either one's about underwear laundry or one's about washing your hands in public so you choose which one you'd rather do. do the underwear one that's I feel like I remember that one. Yeah, so this one's my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So when, see, this is why I'm a good husband as well. Ugh. No, this is why we're a good team. You do a lot of great things, and then I do a lot of great things. <laughs> yeah. And what's one thing you hate doing in this apartment? I hate doing laundry downstairs because I find it dirty, and there's really? dogs in there, and like there's always fur in the machines. So I'm like, I just won't do it. I'd rather hold out and like a 20-year-old take all of our laundry and suitcases to my parents' house. So one of the things I like, I like to do things for you that you don't like doing. Thank you. So I try to, I'm trying to think what else I do. But I do all the laundry and then you help me obviously always fold and this and that. But then we got to do something new where you just like throw all your dirty laundry obviously in your laundry bag. But since I do it, I have to fish through (laughs) them and find all your clothes. And then we should do something now where anything that can be... Anyways, this is just us talking about chores. I'm going to say anything that you can be machine washed, you should just throw in my bag and things hand washed should go in that bag. That's fair. But anyways, I went down to do laundry the other day, like a couple weeks ago. I've made progress. I was going to burp. I could have burped into the microphone, but I didn't. Mm -hmm. Isn't that great progress? You're not in an AA meeting. (laughs) I don't know. Some people are addicted to heroin. I'm a... There goes my patent. So anyways, I went down to do laundry and I was in the process of taking it out of the washing machine and into the dryer. Mm-hmm. And I should I just list a few of the things I've seen in the laundry room before? All the stuff you mentioned, dog hair, uh, crazy people. The worst to me ever was when I had washed up. This is before I even knew you. Mm. I'd washed stuff, brought it out of the dryer, took it upstairs, started, fold, started folding it. And I found women's underwear in my stuff. Ew! And I'm like, this... I wasn't, I, there wasn't anyone I knew. And then I took it out and there was a giant skid mark. Ew. And then the question was, do you have to redo the laundry after that? Yes. 
And the answer is, if you're over the age of 23, the answer is yes. Yeah. If you're under the age of 23, like me, the answer was apparently no. That's disgusting. That's <laughs> so ew. But anyway, so I went down and I saw... <coughs> I also don't like to look at people when I'm in the laundry room because I hate most of them. Mm-hmm. Except for like Matt and Mel who live in our building. Yeah. There's a bunch of cast of characters who I hate in this building. So I just yeah. don't want to talk to them or see them. But do you think in another world we're the characters? Do you think other people in this building talk about us? Of course. Of course they do. They think- I wonder what we're kind of identified as. We're identified as probably like the pretentious too cool for school. Interracial couple. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll even just tell it now. It's a super quick story. There's a lady who has a dog in like the 18th floor who we don't like because she never puts the dog on the leash. No, and she yelled at me that one day. And this is the same day of the boss rice because it was Mm -hmm. raining because I was sick and I had to do laundry. Mm -hmm. I came in. It was pouring rain. I come in and I see this lady who has her dog. Dog wasn't on the leash in the lobby. Mm-hmm. And there's another guy there and we're waiting for the elevator. I'm like, fuck, I usually don't wait for the elevator with people if I'm by myself. I take the stairs, but I mm-hmm. knew something was going to happen with this lady and I wanted to stay there to see what the situation would be for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And of course, so it's me, this other random guy and this old woman and her dog. And then the dog's not on the leash. She walks by and like walks up to the guy and starts like shaking its fur to dry itself. Uh. And she's like, oh, don't worry. That's just Daisy. She's really great. You know, she... She just sometimes needs to shake her fur clean. The door opens. And so she get the guy gets in. She gets in. She's like, come on, Daisy. Mm-hmm. And the dog's not coming in. Waste everyone's time. And yeah. I just look at her and say, and I said, I'll just take the stairs. Whoa. And she's like, what? And I just walked away. Offended. So, yes, people do not like us here either. <laughs> but we're... Okay, so tell your laundry room so story. So I go in the laundry room and I see out of the corner of my eye someone doing laundry behind me, taking stuff mm-hmm. and putting it into the washing machine. Mm-hmm. And I look and I see that he's wearing like super short shorts. I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. He's wearing a tank top and short shorts. Okay. I mean, right now I'm wearing a tank top and technically short shorts. <laughs> but I'm in the privacy of our own 605 studios. Sorry, I held for laughter there, but I got none. I did laugh. I know, but then I said something funny afterwards. You did? Hold <laughs> <laughs> <Well> on. <laughs> see, this is why you and I have good chemistry. Oh, Lord. How would we know if we have any with any? What happens if I wanted to podcast swing and bring in somebody else to see if I had chemistry with them? You have chemistry with everybody. Exactly. So why can't I have guests on this? You can. What is this? Communist Russia? Russia? (laughs) Good thing you mentioned swinging. People wanted to swing with us in Jamaica. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's right. Holy shit. Okay. So... Long story short, I look and I see this guy at the corner of my eye wearing short shorts and a tank top. I'm like, okay, this is weird. And I'm like, let me take a closer look. Closer inspection, short. Tank He's wearing top. a tank top. Yeah. Not wearing short shorts. He's yeah. wearing underwear. Ew. And at this point, I'm like, okay, I got to take a picture and send it to you because this shit cray. Because this, you know why this was? This was like Sunday morning because you said you want me to come down and help you. Because when you're here. Yeah, you I do, was working on something too because I, yeah. I saw the yeah, on my monitor. You were remember. working on the cover art or something. Something, yeah. So, and I was like, no, no, no. I know you don't like coming down. And you asked to come down that time. Yeah. And I said, no, don't worry about it. So that's why I had to take a picture. Oh, my God. This guy's in his underwear and <laughs> yeah. like a tank top. But then as I go to take a picture of him, turns out he's not just in his underwear and tank top. Then I don't know what's worse. He's what? Tell me what's the worst out of the three. Go. Wearing a tank top, which is fine. I won't yeah. say it. He's in his underwear and he has no shoes. <laughs> No socks, no, no slippers, no. just straight up and down bare feet. bare feet. Okay. So what's more offensive, the underwear or the bare feet? Because this guy also, I watched, 
I watched him like a creep. He took the elevator. So it wasn't like he lived across like just on the first floor, which is still gross. He had to walk from his apartment down a dirty hallway, get into an elevator where people move and drop shit and dog yeah. fur, and then walk from the elevator in the lobby yeah. down the hall into the laundry room where there's dirty shit everywhere. So now that we prove you're stalking people. <laughs> um, I and I'll post like, that picture too. Yeah, 100% post that picture. I think, and sometimes I'm like, are you and I just straight up germaphobes? Because I'm like, are people just this disgusting or are we too, like, no, intense about things? Am I a germaphobe where if someone, three people I know ate lunch on the same fork and they asked me to eat something from that fork and I say no and people get offended? Yeah, I'm a germaphobe like that. Yeah. Is walking your bare feet down probably six floors into the laundry room disgusting? Yeah, yeah. that's not a germaphobe. Okay. That's gross. So here's how I feel. You ask, what do I think is the most disgusting? Yeah. One, barefoot. Yeah. Two, underwear. Yeah. Tank top, I'm not even No, no, tank by top that. is fine. That's fine. Right? That's nothing. To me, it doesn't take a lot to put on shoes. Especially, or, no, 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 what I mean, yeah, like slip-on yeah, shoes. Like exactly. we're wearing slippers in our own house. Yeah. That might be more comfort than anything. But I think this is where it's like, ew, there's like people walk in after being outside in like the dog dirt. Dog shit everywhere. Dog shit, piss. dirt, like just like the Toronto streets. And you're literally walking around like you might have like foot fungus mm -hmm. or something. I don't know. After I also foot. just think this is where sometimes <laughs> and this is the same as the old woman with Daisy the dog. Mm. I find people in like common settings like apartment buildings get too comfortable mm -hmm. in communal spaces. So it's just mm. like that guy clearly just doesn't respect himself because he's not wearing shoes. Yeah. But Daisy, the dog owner, mm. is just like, this is, bitch is my palace. Mm. I, can, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, I think I was offended on two levels. Feet, bare feet is just disgusting. But then mm -hmm. it's also, it's not just adults who live in this building. There's lots of families and kids. And a lot mm. of times I'll see the kids help their parents in the laundry room. So like, what if there's like an eight-year-old kid yeah. coming in? This guy's just in like his underwear. It wasn't like... Even if it was boxers that were kind of long, oh, maybe you can get away with it. But, no, I mean, but he, he was like tidy whiteies. Tidy whiteies and just like his Saggy bulges, butt. Yeah, saggy butt, bulges poking maybe, out. Maybe the story there, though, is he ran out of clothes, so he was doing all this laundry so he could put on some clothes. Yeah, but I run out of clothes, but I always have my laundry day clothes. That's so I fair. wear shirts that I don't like to do laundry. That's fair. Anyways, that's it for my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. Yeah, so do you want to just get into this bullshit? Yeah. I can talk quickly about a bachelor party I went to. And yeah. I'll just talk a little bit about it because most bachelor parties should be private. Mm -hmm. But it was very fun because it was D -D 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 DJ Mallon's bachelor party, Ooh. which was super exciting. So uh, DJ Mallon, legendary cousin, DJ, mm -hmm. producer, overall great guy. Yeah. And now married to a great gal, which is awesome. Totally. And it was very exciting. I had a lot of fun. Um with him when he came to my bachelor mm -hmm. party at the wedding. Just a great guy. What would you guys him. get up to? For what? The bachelor party. That's what I'm about to talk about. Oh, okay. I'm just saying up who it is. Oh, okay. So it was very fun. Um, so I, the one thing I like about DJ Mountain is he's been to a bunch of our parties over the years. So he got to know a lot of our friends when they're mm -hmm. just his friends. And mm -hmm. then I feel the same with him where we've gone to some of his parties and started to get to know a lot, a lot of his friends as well. So he mm -hmm. has some great friends that I like a lot. Great group of people. And you can always judge someone by the people they hang out with. Totally. Which is why we're like the best people ever. Oh, boy. Because we have the best group Sorry, of friends. All of our friends are the best people because they hang out with us. Can you not? <laughs> you know, it's just a persona. Okay. I don't think highly of myself at all. <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. <laughs> so 
Anyways, his best man, a uh, great guy, was hosting the bachelor party at his parents' cottage, mm-hmm. which was somewhere, I don't remember where it is. Let's just call it Lake Louise. <laughs> and it was great. It was like um, uh, the bridal party went up on the Friday, and then everyone else who got invited came up the Saturday. And mm-hmm. so it was. I had a lot of fun driving up to the bachelor party. Yeah, that was like mid-June. It's my first, like, you've gotten to take a couple road trips for yourself for work to, like, the Junos, or just, like, you've gone a few other places by yourself for mm-hmm. work. And I was kind of looking forward to, like, I made a playlist. Yeah, uh, you were really just gunning to drive by, like, yeah. have your moment to drive by yourself. Yeah, so the drive there was awesome, mm-hmm. and got there, and it was a beautiful cottage right on the water. And I won't say, again, just bachelor parties should be private. This was just a, a really good time. All his friends were great. I knew a few of them. There was a few new guys who I met and played some, like, just, like, fun, uh, like, board games and yeah. stuff like that. Got to go uh, drive a, a boat around the water. We did, like, golf off of the dock, which is super fun. Mm-hmm. Everyone made great dinner, had some drinks, had shared yeah. some stories about why we love DJ Mal and all this stuff. Because so. I think you were saying the Friday night was yeah. the night everyone went really ho- Not everyone, yeah. but whoever was up yeah. there went really hard. And then for the Saturday when the rest of you guys kind of came up, I think yeah. people were hung over. Yeah. And then it became like, let's hang out and do something more chill. But you said yeah. it was like a really good hang. It was a super good hang. And the cottage awesome. was really cool. Yeah, it was a great cottage. A lot of fun. So that was mm-hmm. a great time. And I enjoyed my drive home as well. I was going to say, so the one thing was I knew you were gone the whole night. And so like, obviously, I can't be by myself oh, for boy. like so 10 seconds. How many seconds. people did you see? Uh, I invited most of the band. I invited the band over, right? And so band plus their significant others. So it was actually quite chill. Um, so Z and Rob came over, but then so did Stacy, Tammy, and Z's uh, and Tammy's son Tyson. And so we ended up hanging out for like five hours right. together in the afternoon. And they were like, "Where's John?" And I'm like, "John went to the cottage, so, and I can't be by myself." Let me so just I ask needed, you this: real I quick. know people. What you're about to go away for six days, as you just said? Yeah. I was gone for like less than 24 hours. Yeah. What would you do if I had to be gone for six days? Oh, I 100% would lock in my schedule. Okay, continue. Right? You know, oh my gosh. I'm obviously going to be super sad you're leaving. (laughs) But I'll survive. Oh, Lord. Keep going. So um, it was super fun. So we ended up having a jam in the music room, me, Z, and Rob. And it was kind of cool because Z's son, Tyson, was also very into music. He's probably like three. And so we ended up doing a bunch of Queen and Elton John songs. That's cool. And so it was me on piano, Z Z on guitar, and Rob on bass. And then they were kind of like... You know there's a rapper called Rob Bass? Yes. There you go. So then um, that was just a cool hang. But I was like, oh, no, my... The least, the thing I hate doing is going to bed when you're not here kind of thing. Like, it, it is yeah. very much an ordeal or I have to, like, barricade myself in yeah. the middle of the bed. Let's see what happens. I know. Happens. See what happens. But the weird thing is, I'm like, I go to sleep in hotels all the time without you. Hotels are different. They're haunted. Some of them are. Yeah. Frankie's the only ghost I want to keep around. Oh, yeah. We rewatched the catfish episode with Frankie the ghost. Oh, it was awesome. Such a good episode. We have a ghost sometimes in this apartment called Frankie. He's a nice ghost, but sometimes he does shit and it's just like, Frankie, cut it out. Exactly, Frankie. Okay, so that was uh, the crazy Saturday in June. Oh, the Arkells. Yeah. We already talked about the Arkells. We already spoke about Arkells. 
Um, that was just a fun day. That was also Maddie's birthday. That's when uh, we discovered Greenwood Park. That is when we discovered Park. Greenwood Park. I hope we get Park. to go there more often. And then that was when uh, super fan of this day or this yeah. week, Bati Man got injured by a dog. Got attacked by a dog. <laughs> so not Daisy the dog. No, 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 no. Um, then. So, um, so then. Road trip, baby. Yeah, we uh, went to Ottawa. So we went to Ottawa twice in about a month, mm-hmm. a couple months. So do you want to just talk about the two Ottawa trips? I think the second one's a bit, we have a bit more substance. Yeah. The first one, we just went for Canada Day. Yeah. It was a long weekend. We hadn't seen my family. Since really the since, wedding. Since the wedding. So we wanted to go see my parents, my sisters, and of course, little man Maddox. And so we went up there. Uh, this was the Canada Day weekend. Mm-hmm. And we just had like a great time. Like that's when we took my mom to go see the uh, the movie yesterday. Oh, such a good movie. And we talked about that. Yeah. Uh, we went out for lunch with my mom and then mm-hmm. just like everyone came over and we had a great time and. We showed the wedding video. The non-director's we, cut. Exactly, because I had just finished it the day before. Yeah. So that was great. Oh, and also my Aunt Fran and Uncle Claude were up. So they got to see oh, the wedding yeah, video. Oh, that's we sweet. Went to Mandarin yeah. and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. The second time we went to Ottawa was in August for Maddox's birthday. Yeah. He turned At the three. Mandarin, they probably serve basmati rice. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and that probably is white rice. Yeah. <laughs> so Maddox just turned three. And what did you want to get Maddox for his birthday? In August? Yeah, we're, we're ju- jumping we're just, we're to just August. Tell these two stories. Oh, okay, two Ottawa fine. stories. When we went up for Canada, I obviously wanted to get Maddox a present. And I've always you wanted did. to. What did I get him that time? You went to chapters. You got him a book, yeah. a couple cars, and some <laughs> other, some clothes. Oh, boy. Anyways, you got to pamper our nieces and nephews. I love these kids. You right? do? Yeah, I do. So then I was like, always like, yo, I want to buy him a car. And so not he loves like cars. he loves cars and I didn't want to buy him like a bullshit like dinky <laughs> toy like John wanted and got him for Christmas. I think the biggest gift is usually us, but continue. Who the fuck are you? Clearly <laughs> it's not, right? Um and so this is where I'm like, yo, I want to buy him a car. I want to get him one of those like pow pow power wheels like Jeeps. Like a car he actually sits in and drives. Yeah, it's out. motorized. And so then you're You've been like You want to get this for since you turned like 1. Totally. Right. And you also dined me out of getting it for Ben and Savannah. So now I'm like, listen, I only have Maddox to do this for. So for Canada Day, you said no, because it's Canada Day and he doesn't need a gift. And it's also his birthday in a month. Semantics. So then. So we'll just give him three different little gifts instead. Obviously. Okay. So then fast forward to his birthday. You finally caved. Not only did I cave, I found the actual Jeep. Yes, you did. Because first we went to Walmart and you found this like BMW pimped out <laughs> Jeep. I'm like, no, I'm like, it was the one that like Wiz Khalifa's kid was riding yeah, was in say, in that commercial. Kids who like have backwards hats when they're six and just like are dicks to people. Like your bull would be a bully if we got in that car. No, he wouldn't. He would be a bully. That oh, kind of car. Oh boy. Okay. It's like the guys who like drive like say a red convertible, a hundred thousand dollars, and they're just like cut you off like fuck you. Okay. Anyway, so we went and looked all over the place, and then I went to a Canadian Tire mm-hmm. in person. Yeah. Found this big. Jeep, yeah, red Jeep, which yeah. he loves, yeah. Then I took you to see it. <laughs> so we went up to the one, the Canadian oh Tire God. at Rosedale, and the night before, we found the Jeep that yep. John wanted, and we saw the box, and we're like, "Yo, we can fit this in the fit car." This in our car. So then I was like, "Do we take this now?" <laughs> but we couldn't take it that day because we had Becca's wedding the right. following day, That's right. and we were you were driving all of us, so yeah. myself, Cam, Bryson, Mark. 
and that's me if we're hate to the wedding and we couldn't fit the car we couldn't fit the box in the car because it would have to be in the back seat oh we or if we could fit in the no we thought we could fit in the car but then we would have to take it all the way upstairs Uh we didn't want to drag it upstairs and bring it back downstairs like fuck we'll just come back the day we go to Ottawa. yeah so we're jumping all over the place but the day of driving to ottawa we go back to this rosedale canadian tire literally find this like skinny little guy named luke yeah who's like a hundred pounds soaking wet yeah and he's like 16 years old and we're like hey dude can you help bring down this giant box yeah uh car and he's like oh he's like yeah and he was so into it because it's not like he works on commission but i think you rarely get people buying like things like this yeah and so and he's like oh you guys were here a couple days ago right you're the ottawa people yeah like yeah obviously we're we have like a fan base and so then because we said we were taking this to Ottawa (laughs) (laughs) not like he's like oh shit I listened to your podcast (laughs) you guys are here from the future so then the Canadian tire, much like most Canadian <laughs> tires um, in Toronto, are two floors. And so we're on the top floor. It literally is a mission to get this box from one side so of the top me floor and this guy, Luke, all the way through to, the ele- to the elevators. We, we're not using a cart for no. some reason. And then, of course, we get down. There's a huge lineup. So him and I just look at each other. I think we're both like... You cool to put this down? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'd put it down. We go to a cashier. The cashier's like, oh, man, this is so cool. I always wanted one when I was a kid yeah. or whatever. And then Luke, skinny skinny Canadian tire guy, Luke, he's like, here, I'll help you take it to the car. Mm. We're like, okay, cool. We just parked like well, no, we parked not like far, the f- farthest spot away, well, but we parked far enough. And I asked you, I'm like, do you want me to bring the car up here? You're like, no. And so then we literally take it to the car. We have a Hyundai Elantra. Um, like a 2015 model. I reckon so in the back seat, it'll be fine. Yeah, and like to the point where we open the door, and you're like, "It's not going in." <laughs> so we needed like two inches, not even. Like not an even. Inch, it was like, like an, an inch, inch, an inch if and a an half inch bigger, or an inch. If the car is an inch bigger, the box was an inch smaller. So we couldn't obviously no, fix the car within our car. And, and then we tried the trunk. We tried putting the seats yeah. down. It just... It, nothing was working. And I just like burst out laughing. So then like you could tell skinny Canadian tire Luke was getting a little <laughs> bit like nervous. Yeah. So then we're like, um, let's we just return, return this? this. And so then we're like, okay. Back so we then we like literally walk across the parking lot back into thing. Go to customer service. And we're like, hey, we just bought this uh, car. Ten seconds ago. Ten seconds ago. We need to return it because it doesn't fit in our car. Can you check if there's one in Ottawa? Mm. And so then we did figure out that there was one in Ottawa. We asked, like, Luke. We're like, hey, do you want us to help you bring this upstairs? <laughs> and he looked so sad. He's like, no. No. It's fine. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, bye. Never to be seen again. <laughs> Never to be seen again. If we ended up taking the car with them, I probably would have given him, like, five bucks we should have given him five bucks as a tip. We didn't buy the car. No, but because you did extra work. But as a guy who did many uh, carryouts, mm. I carried out shit for a couple years, barbecues, patio furniture. Mm-hmm. I got in the three, two, three years I worked at Zellers, two tips, no more than $2. Really? Yep. I used to work at Canadian Tire. I sometimes got tips. I never got tips. Here's was- a tip. Stop being so greedy. <laughs> I made $6 an hour. <laughs> So Friday, then, anyways, drive to Ottawa. we drive to Ottawa. We go um, and find this uh, red Jeep car. Yep, which we know it'll fit in the back seat, which is great. Um, we go to this like giant suburban Canadian tire. We see the shiny red Jeep on the, on top, the top top, top shelf. shelf, and it, we we're like, we look at it and we're like, there's the sale sign. 
right? And we're like, it has to be for this Jeep. Like, this is crazy. So we finally see, like, two people, like, hanging out in, like, the, like, backyard section. And we're like, hey, can you help us go get this car? And they're like, yeah, and they bring it downstairs. So they bring it downstairs for us. We go to the teller. And the teller's, like, basically it was $60 more when she rang mm. it in. And so we were like... She's also super nice and like, oh, it's such a cool car. Who's it for? Like, oh, our nephew. Like, yeah. oh, it's such a lucky little guy. Yeah. Super chill. And so this is where I want to do what's going through your head and then what's going through my head. Mm. So she rings it up. And so she's like, it's six, like $60 more. So let's say the yeah, car just was... Yeah, just $60 it's more. It's $60 fine. That's all you say. More. So then I say, oh, I think there was a sign that for said... Make it $60 cheaper. Less, right? And so then you're like, don't worry about it. Yeah, I was just like, I don't care. <laughs> Which is ridiculous because you fought me on this fucking car all the time. I also like, okay, we got this goddamn car. Let's get the hell out of here. I'm like, this thing. No, at this point, they gave us a cart to bring it down. Yeah. And I'm just like, uh, we got it. I don't care. Let's just go. So here's a fun fact. You don't have disposable income until you like worry about things like $60. Yeah. So I was like, yo, I saw a fucking sign. Can somebody go check? So then we asked for asked a price for, check, yeah. right? They go back and they're like, oh, sorry, we, we don't see the sign. I'm like, fuck that noise. I'll go upstairs. When I went upstairs, were you like irritated that I was dragging this out? Yeah, because I'm like, I didn't I didn't think the sign. I thought it what I thought it was and what I'm pretty sure it was because I went online and this this car wasn't on sale at all. So what, it happen, yeah. what happened was they had put the car display on top of a sign that was for sale. So. I don't think the car was actually on sale, but it was on a for sale sign. But the sign was also, no joke, 10, 12 feet in the air. Yeah. So no one could see it. Like, all we could see was there was a sale sign. We went up and took a blurry picture. And then eventually, mm-hmm. we came down. And the lady. I came down. No, and this is why you're better at this stuff than me. I don't. Mm-hmm. So keep I will, I will haggle for the dollar. And so That's I think why this I is. I buy super white rice. <laughs> called Dainty. <laughs> So I think this is where, so I went upstairs. I'm like, I'll take a picture. I bring it down and I'm like, listen, I used to work at Canadian Tire. I didn't say this, but I'm like, I really know. I used to work at Canadian Tire in Toronto, you know. Oh, fuck off. I'm from Toronto. <laughs> I just bought this car in Toronto. <laughs> but I didn't. So anyway, I said, listen, I should get the $60 che- cheaper because the product numbers match. It was listed right underneath the sign, blah, blah, blah. So the cashier, who was very nice, she did give it to us for $60 cheaper. Well, she called the manager. She did want to help us. And she yeah. even said, she's like, oh, if there's a sign, like, definitely go up. Mm-hmm. And the manager came. And so my thought process was, she's like, oh, here's the picture. They couldn't yeah. they couldn't make it out. And the manager's like, okay, take the 60 bucks yeah. off. And then my whole thing was they started doing it. But I could hear a radio being like, oh, can someone go check this? And I was like, okay, we paid. Let's get the hell out of here before they find out, like, Oh, this is for basmati rice or something. <laughs> yeah. So I was kind of like that commercial, you know, the Staples commercial. Yeah. Where it's like, get the car, go. Go, yeah. I was kind of like that, like, let's go, let's go. <laughs> so anyway, we got the I car. I don't think they charged us for the chocolate we bought. They 100% didn't. So we're like, let's go, let's, let's go. go. And so this is really good. We found the car. We got a deal on it. And then the like the nerve, the part that makes us nervous is we have to obviously put it together. Yes. But it was pretty easy to put together. Mm-hmm. Um, what you want to call it? And we were just so excited to give our three-year-old nephew this car. Yeah. Okay, so backtrack now. Or do you want to just... Let's sh- just finish, finish that? Okay, so go for it. So then it was his birthday and it was awesome. It was in my, my folks' backyard and had all like his, all his family over. And it's just, he's such like a cool little guy. And he's just like, it was so funny watching him open presents. Mm. 
Because he'd be like, oh, wow. Like, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, he's so animated when he talks. And then we finally brought the car out to the back. And Mm -hmm. then he saw it. And his reaction was, wow. And he was so excited. And he, like, get into the, jump in the Jeep. And he jumped in the Jeep. And then he put his foot on the gas. And it jerked him and drove him like a foot. And he's just like, nope. (laughs) He wouldn't go in it anymore. And so it was kind of upsetting. Because you're like, don't get upset if he doesn't want to go Because also the box says it's for three plus. Yeah. He literally, he literally, I don't even think he turned three until like later that night. <laughs> so I'm like, it's going to take him some time. Yeah. He's got to get used to the fact that he can drive it himself. Yeah. And he can listen to whatever music he wants because there's an iPod dock. <laughs> but then I was awesome. My folks have sent pictures since then seeing him sit in there. Yeah. But, so I mean, now he basically treats the car like his own tune-up car, like he's a mechanic on it, which yeah, I think is yeah. still fun. And the, the neighbor kid has the same kind of car. So I think if he watches him in it, then it's great. But anyways, that was... A fun trip to Ottawa, but if we rewind, rewind to our first trip back from Ottawa, you took me on a mystery date. Yes. So one of the things um, we obviously spoke about going to the fun house and John and I try and do like, especially because it's so busy and like sometimes it's really stressful. Um, try and surprise each other. John is really good at this with like mystery dates. And so they're usually things around the city, um, which are like fun installations and things. This time around, I was like, I want to do a mystery no. date. And so then I was like, okay, uh, I'm going to take you to this beach I found and like this hiking trail and all this stuff. Yeah, I think you had two beaches. And you're like, okay, you want to go to this first beach. It's an hour and a half away. Or this other beach, it's four and a half hours away. <laughs> I'm like, well, considering we just drove from Ottawa. Considering we drove to Ottawa Saturday morning for yeah. four and a half hours and then drove back to Toronto Sunday afternoon four and a half hours. Yeah. And now it's Monday. Let's do the hour and a half <laughs> Yeah, trip. but you know me. You know I will drive everywhere for a 20-minute experience. You you put them in your vows, John. Yeah, but who means what they write in their vows? Hey! I'm joking, obviously. Fine. I am team, team Luke. So, obviously. So, here's what we have. We get into the car. I put on, like, my beach clothes. I don't even know if you brought your beach clothes because I feel like you were, like, pretty anti this adventure. Well, I wasn't anti. I was just anti getting in the water with all these people around our shit. Like, our iPhones oh, I see what and you're our saying. wallets and shit. So, it was a really hot, great yeah, day. Yeah, it was a great day, though. And so, this is what's crazy. An hour and a half outside downtown Toronto is this beach area called Sybil Beach. Sybil Beach. Right? And there's this huge, like, forest and, like, hiking opportunity and camping grounds and stuff. Um, a great picnic area. And so, we go to this beach. <laughs> It was actually an amazing beach. It was great. It was great. Like It, it was, was also Canada Day. It was super packed. Super packed. But it was a great beach. So here's the thing. It was so crowded that to John's point, it was like, we need to protect ourselves. Somebody did lose their phone. Someone did lose right? their phone. Right? And whatnot. I went into the water. The water was great. It I was put my feet in the water. It was super clean. The sand was awesome. And I'm like, oh, this would be such a fun hang if it wasn't a holiday. Mm-hmm. Right? So we ended up staying there, but because it was also so hot, we weren't driving to find ice cream. Oh, and we yeah. went to Moose, Moose Ice Cream. That place was awesome. Yeah, we had the best mint chocolate chip ice cream. Yeah, it was so good. It was so good. So then after that mystery day. What did we do like five days later? Isn't that that next weekend? Yep. <laughs> so we just did a lot of traveling. No, and so okay, basically because we haven't we we have still haven't decided on a honeymoon yet, but we also were like we haven't planned anything cuz it's been so busy post wedding. There's been a lot of stuff going on. We were just like we just need a break. And so like in true John and Val fashion, we were like we're going on a last minute weekend like 4 day 5 big, day 5 day vacation. Um and so 
on the Wednesday after coming back from Sybil Beach, yeah. right? We decided to book a vacation and we had like, I think a short list between Turks and Caicos or Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And so then we were starting to pull friends, Becca, friend of the podcast. Mm. Um, we were asking her, where do you think and whatnot? And she was like, Mal's, who's like obviously yeah. trusted as he is, his, her father, was like lives in Jamaica, loves yeah. Jamaica. So we ended up booking a trip to Negril. Have you ever been to Jamaica or anything? No. Me neither. So what do you want to talk about Jamaica? Yeah. So the Friday we ended up going it was Friday till to the it Thursday. Was Friday we left? Yeah. Friday to the Thursday. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, we flew to couples swept away yeah and we got into uh got to the airport the air landed in jamaica the airport was fine then we had to like share a van with like these two like you can tell it was these two older people on their second or third marriage oh yeah it was so awkward they're like making out they're making out and it's just like oh i get really nervous about older white people in different cultures because when we were waiting in the lounge you guys like Hey, man, let me get a beer oh that's right i'm like oh and then we had like an hour drive from the airport to the resort yeah I'm like oh this guy's gonna say some weird white people shit to this jamaican <laughs> guy and just make us all uncomfortable because they think they're being funny but they're just like oh. white and ignorant so i think this is where it was also funny if anyone has watched that episode of the office where michael scott goes <laughs> yeah. to jamaica sandals. Uh, sandals resort and comes back with the, the bead yeah, the right one single bead. that's basically what this dude was yeah exactly so yeah but so we get there and the resort was awesome. Couples swept away. We had like our own little villa, I guess you could mm-hmm. say, like in the rainforest, it felt yeah. like. We got there at night and oh. of course we like got <laughs> lost because it was like it wasn't just like one big giant hotel, no, it was like it all was these like, like little It was huge. And so we went walking to the beach, went to get food, and then like on the way back, we're like, uh, I don't know. No, you're forgetting the other story. Which story? Where the the guy, the concierge oh helping my God. us. <laughs> yeah. So obviously in Canada marijuana is legal yeah and in jamaica i don't think it's legal but it's it's everywhere. Not, not legal mm-hmm. and we have a guy who's helping us with the, everyone in jamaica was super nice by the way yeah and when we checked into the hotel like okay this guy will help you take your bags to the room and we're we'll, just shooting the shit with him in general yeah and i'm also I'm like okay we're in jamaica they're gonna always ask you do you want weed do you want whatever anything just mm-hmm. this or that and we're walking as we get into the room the guy was super nice and he's just like oh he asked us both more of you. She's like, oh, do you guys party? And I was like, yeah, I love to party. He's like, okay, great, great, great. Uh, we'll help you out. I can get you to par- get. I can get a party for you. You're like, yeah, I love partying. And I'm just like, no, no, we're okay. You're like, what? no, but I saw this concert coming. To oh the yeah, camera. you're like, that's right. He's like, do you party? Do you like the party? And you're like, I love partying. I saw there was this concert coming to Jamaica. <laughs> He's like, okay, so you like to party? And then I was just like, no, we're good, thank you though. And you're like, what? And then the guy left. I'm like, he's trying to sell you drugs. I was like, was he? Like, yeah, party means do you like to party? Do you it's want drugs? So <laughs> that was funny. So then, yeah. And then we walked around at night and just in the resort and it was super safe, but we just got lost because it was we didn't so know we dark. Going. Uh, but the weather was pretty good there. Yeah. Uh, the beach was really nice. But then one of the other funny things that happened is as soon as we landed yeah. in the in Negril or in Montego Bay and got to our hotel, we also figured out that two of our other friends were oh, in yeah. Montego Bay at the exact same That's time. Right. That's so right. our friends, Jay and Taryn, mm. um, who used to live in Toronto, but then moved to New Jersey, yeah. they were also there and we we're like, oh my God, because they couldn't come to the wedding. We we're yeah. like, wouldn't it be fun to rally in Jamaica yeah. instead? 
Yeah, it would have been awesome. And he's like, oh, he's like, which resort are you at? I'm like, oh, a couple swept away. He's like, oh, yeah, I've been there. I think I stayed there with my sister. He's like, <laughs> very romantic. I felt weird. So that was funny. We didn't get a chance to see yeah. them because they were in Montego Bay and the grill. It's like an hour away. So that mm-hmm. sucked. But uh, I, of course, got burnt the first day head to toe. Yeah. But the beach was awesome. I thought the water was really nice. Yeah, the water was so calming. And there there wasn't a lot of waves, which was fine. But it was so calming and clean. And then, like, there was, like, obviously, like, different people, like, selling stuff on the, like, vendors on the beach. But they weren't abrasive or anything. Um, I really liked it. It, it was, yeah. Yeah, we did one thing which we don't usually do, which we kind of made friends with some people. Like that one guy, like broke his ankle. Well, we felt so bad because they these like you kind of, and I'm sure like a lot of listeners when if and with they go to beach vacations, you end up kind of getting the same place on the beach a bunch. Sure. And so you like put your shit down. Everything felt really safe. We kind of like ended up sitting beside these this couple, um, for like the first two days, and on the second day we kind of took note. He kind of took note that a lot of people were going up to him. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know why I sound like a robot there, <laughs> yeah. but keep going. So he basically like hurt his ankle or like sprained. He's playing his volleyball foot and like muffed up his ankle on the first foot. day of his vacation. Man, that sounds like something you would do. Hundred percent. And so we just felt bad because it was like him and his wife, who was like a teacher. I think he was like a veteran, yeah. and then he had started his own business. We started talking to him, and every time because. There was no, like, like if you wanted a drink or if you wanted food, you obviously had to, like, walk up to the beach bar to go get it. Mm -hmm. So we always tried to make a point of, like, asking him, was like, hey, can we get you something and whatnot? And then we kind of started speaking to him about, like, what he does for a living and stuff, just because I'm like, this must suck, right, if you're on vacation and then you're busted for, like, the first day. And then uh, we met these two other people who were an older, lame version of us, and they tried to be swingers with us. <laughs> yeah. Every every trip we go on, someone tries to swing with us. Yeah, and so I think this is the thing. John and I, like, if we're traveling with friends, we obviously want to talk to our friends, mm. right? But if we're, like, in just traveling by ourselves, we'll make pleasant conversation. Wow. But then there's this, like, line sometimes people cross where they're two in your space yeah the this couple was two in our space we were in like the hot tub yeah and kind of like doing our own thing it was kind of rainy and then they just came in like very flirtatious yeah and they yeah they it was a white guy and a brown girl (laughs) yeah and so they were older and again second 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 marriage marriage. and so maybe this is the theme of this like second marriage they left the kids back home and like they're all letting loose and they're just like oh where are you guys from and this and that and just they were from boston yeah and so um they were like saudi like that guy sounded like proper like ben affleck i was gonna say yeah exactly um and to your point that chick was like a lame version of me yeah but then they were like this guy was a cool version of me no thank you (laughs) but they were very much like you could tell they're on their second marriage their second well they told us they were and second career yeah and so they were very very flirtatious and asking like a lot of questions about john and i and like what we like to do yeah and like where our room was and like what time are we eating dinner and like all these things and then i was just like how do we get out of this scenario because you weren't even in the hot tub no, it was you, were too on, hot. You, was, you were on the other side of the wall in hands, the pool yeah and your hands like in and the they hot. were in the hot tub with you i'm just and like, i'm like I, i'm gonna i'm i'm literally gonna get like 
thrown into some weird scenario here. Yeah, yeah. And if they're like, oh, do you like the party? That partying is a different kind of partying. Thanks, John. That means you want a sex swing. No. And so <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God. How do you and I, this is like the third vacation where we've been like Ugh. awkwardly prepositioned for yeah. something. And so I'm kind of like. we got good beach bodies. Yeah, what? <laughs> so banging so then um we avoided swinging with them we definitely did i definitely used to swung with another couple can you not I'm just right? joking obviously i um what you call it turned out to be that old couple from the, the, the we definitely did not ride. see those chumps again. no i did see them really i saw them at the bar they were drinking like fish oh my god so i think this is where um usually when john and i go on a vacation we often like we'll do the beach style stuff but we also want to do like adventures and sign up for different things and whatnot this time around, I think we were so tired. Yeah. All we did was stay on the beach and like hang out at the resort. We didn't really go anywhere. No. We wanted to go to what's that? Um, oh, uh, the cliff jumping Rick's Cafe. Rick's Cafe. <coughs> we never even did that. Um, we obviously didn't see Jay and Taryn. No. But one time when I was out in the ocean, I like freaked out. because, <laughs> And I'm like, oh, my God. All I saw was this thing jump out of the water behind me. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're going. There was no big fish like Bahamas. No. But like Bahamas, there was a giant stingray yeah. right behind me. Right. And apparently when they are mating, they jump like horizontally yeah. out of the water. Yeah. And so I was terrified by yeah. this. And you're like, I don't think you were in the water when it happened. No, I, I had my back to it. Oh, okay, yeah. And then we all kind of got out of the water, and only me and this other dude <laughs> saw it. And so it was crazy. Yeah, and then we looked it up online, and yeah, we saw videos of them jumping out of the water because like, they're crazy. So crazy. But we did stuff like we did kayaking, mm -hmm. and we did like beach I volleyball. I did kayaking. I kayaked. You fully didn't. You never I, do anything in the boat when I'm with so you. Sorry, am I supposed to kayak and film with the GoPro at oh, the same time? Oh, I didn't time? realize we always have to film. I'm sorry, did I not make a kick-ass video? Oh, boy. Tell me I don't know how to choose good songs for <laughs> videos. Who the hell? I never said that. Everyone tells me I can't choose songs. They're too weird. That's not everyone. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I just make the song Touch by Daft Punk work for this video? It was very sad. It was very sad, though. So, basically, um, what should you call it? Whenever we take... we I love going, like, any type of, uh, like, canoes. I love kayaks and all that fun stuff. Paddle <coughs> boats. I always end up feeling like I'm doing the majority of the work. Oh, boy. So, if we ever end up on the amazing race, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, did we get swept away or did we make it back safely with the video of us? All right, couple swept away. <laughs> anyway. <pretty> good. <laughs> so Jamaica was a lot of fun. Um, John got burned. I got burnt. Yeah, you even got I, burnt. And I never get burnt. I think I've been burnt one time in my entire life. And it was like pain unlike anything else I've felt before. That's true. So that was fun trip. We sold a few days off of work the following week. So then we landed and I took you on our third mystery date of the summer. That's, That's right. right. The fun house. The fun house. So I, again, I, I follow blog Teal on Twitter. Fuck them. They'll follow us on Twitter mm -hmm. instead. But they do a lot of great things of like, you know, here's, you know, 10 great things to do in Toronto this summer, this week, this mm -hmm. weekend, this day. And so I found this place called the fun house, mm -hmm. which was like another art installation place, mm -hmm. I guess, which was cool. Like a bunch of Toronto artists, musicians who uh, did shit. No, but this one was really cool because they this had... This one was more fun, I think. This one had an AR component oh, to it. Oh, that's right. And so it was kind of an AR component plus choose your own adventure. So it was in like Queen West. 
Um, right or, next to the Great Hall. Right next to the Great Hall, which is super fun. And so you kind of go in and you kind of get to go through these different crazy rooms, right? But inside the room, there will be like paintings or different types of like, um, whatchamacallit, like um, art artifacts. And then you c- they have like this different codes. This is an artifact. Right? This is an artifact. This is an art attack, right? I only like the salt pictures he used to make. Okay. Um, but then you use your phone. After you downloaded this app and the pictures would come to life with like this, um, which I'm call like obviously like AR kit experience. Mm-hmm. And so it was super cool because all of the rooms were so different. But the music was awesome, too. You're like, oh, I love this artist. Yeah. And like in one room and, and this like guy named Jazz Cartier mm-hmm. was like this rapper and this guy. He sounds kind of like future. But there's this like really dark room and like the artist worked with the musician to mm-hmm. like make art based off the music. So all his music was playing at Shazam. I'm like, this song's awesome. Yeah. There's this rapper named Sunreal, which is the room you liked with all the big pictures, like yeah. the cowboy. Yeah. And so it was just like a lot of fun. And like, yeah, it was cool to take your phone and like see pictures come yeah. to life and stuff. Yeah. Interacting with the artwork is always fun. And I think to us, it combined like a bunch of things we love to do. And then after that, after that, after we ended that? up maintaining what we do on most mystery dates is where we go out for pizza. Ooh. So remember that day was like pizza good libretto. pizza. Yeah, pizza libretto on that Augustin. That may have been my favorite pizza ever. Yeah, I feel like we haven't gone, like, that's like, it's a chain now. But, mm. like, I feel like you and I had never gone there together. No. Um, so after that, I actually left for D.C. Oh, the next right. day. Oh. <laughs> right? That's, I, I completely forgot. We went to Ottawa, then mm-hmm. we went to Jamaica, and then you went to D.C. all within, like. Uh, oh, damn. Yeah, we went to Jamaica for five days, and you went to D.C. for five days. Yep. So I went to D.C. It was possibly the hottest week ever. I don't know if it was hot in Toronto, if you remember that, but like. Not as hot as it was in there. D.C. is like, it was as if you could like fry an egg on the sidewalk hot. Um, And then it's like D.C. is only an hour and a half away. I obviously think of it as like one of my second homes. I know it inside and out, but I had never been to this area of D.C. before. It was called Beseda. Beseda Rice? No, boy. Right? They probably know what basmati rice to get. That's true. Um, so anyway, I haven't been to D.C. since you and I went together, which mm. was probably like four five, or five years, five years ago. ago. It was definitely a different political climate. Trump wasn't there. Oh, at so that it was point. a better political climate. It was a better I'm political climate. Are you, though? And so anyway, that wasn't there. It was also the 50-year anniversary of Neil Armstrong landing on the moon, Mm. I think. And so there was a whole, like, NASA convention going on there. But I was there for work. When was the last time uh, anyone's been back to the moon? 50 years. (laughs) I believe the moon landing is real. I'm just saying why they've never been back to the moon. Um, I mean, what's his face? Brad Pitt can go to Jupiter. With Tommy Lee Jones, but we can't go back to the moon. You went, was it Jupiter? I think so. You went really far. You went really far. Anyway, so then, um, what you call it? I was in D.C. It was super fun. Um, got to see a lot of, like, uh, teammates I hadn't been there um which I hadn't seen in a while. But my favorite day was my last day because my flight was so late. I ended up just jumping on the subway and kind of going back to like all of my favorite places. Um, and that was kind of the most fun because I just listened to a bunch of music and walked around the city. That's so cool. But one of the things that was weird is I wanted to kind of go to the White House right after going to like um, Capitol and then also going to like the National Monument and the Reflection Pond and everything, Lincoln Memorial. Mm. However, when I got up to Penn, to go to the White House, 
all of it was barricaded off with like um, police enforcement. Right. And I'm like, man, this is just like a mark of the times. Mm. So it was just interesting to be in some place where I formerly used to hang out a lot, which during Obama's kind of first term in and like the primaries for Obama McCain was so positive this just didn't feel as positive. Fair enough. So anyway, I was texting you pictures that day to being like, here's where I am. Because I think you thought I was going to like just hang out at the airport at yeah. the hotel, but I would send you pictures on, on like oh, Lincoln, Lincoln Memorial. Yeah. And I'm like, this is such a fun day. I wish you were with me. But it was yeah. so hot. That's cool. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Or you want to save some stuff for the next? Um, the only we're, other we're thing. We're right there, so. Pause it. Well, oh, what? did we talk about the house that we put in the offer on and With lost that one? Wine? No, we talked about that one. That was the May oh, one. Sodom Street? Yeah, we didn't talk about Sodom Street. No, we can talk about it real quick if yeah. you want. <sighs> so we discovered Greenwood Park for Maddie's, Maddie's birthday, birthday. And then lo and behold, a house popped up a couple weeks later on Sodom Street, which is right across the street from Greenwood yeah. Park. Sodden. Not sodomy? No. <laughs> Whatever. We fucked this place. We didn't get the place. I know. So. Fuck this place. We may have talked about... Did we talk about... No, we talked about the other one. Huh. And so this place is um, super cute on Sodden Street right outside Greenwood Park. And it was a three-bedroom, two-bathroom. Laundry in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. That's a fucking point I was okay with because I had that when I lived in England. But... Second bathroom, we had to walk outside... Because, okay, basically it was a... It was an outhouse. It wasn't an outhouse. Oh, my God. I'm just joking. So it was a really great place. They'd done a lot of renovations. It was kind of ugly from the outside, though. But then inside, it was really cute. It had this mud room. It had, like, a nice, like, living space. The kitchen was super cute. Um, however, it did have laundry in the kitchen. And the reason being is that they converted the basement into an income suite. So to John's point, there was a second bathroom, but there was no staircase to go down. You physically had to go, obviously, so outside. If you're, yeah, yeah. If you were going to use the basement as your own place, you would have to go outside downstairs to go to the bathroom. Right. But So you're just telling me if we both got food poisoning, you're cool to walk outside in the middle of the night with squirrels to go use that second washroom? Oh, fuck no. You know you got to let your husband puke upstairs. No. If we ever, so if we got that place, we would definitely have to figure out how to put a staircase in it. <laughs> right? Yeah. 100%. Having said that, though, it was super cute. I think out of all the places we had looked at, that one kind of was our favorite at that point. Yeah. And so we're like, we need to get this place. Becca, we need to get this place. Becca is also our agent, P.S. And so then um, I was like, okay, what do we need to do? I'm going to write a letter. Mm -hmm. So I wrote a letter about us. I attached our engagement photos we took, right? Kind of shared some information about this. I ended up stalking the owner on like Facebook to find out like single, like single female woman living there, musician. I tried to like write the letter to like um appease her kind of personality and everything yes <laughs> was this the one with the bidding war yeah yeah oh so this one good luck trying to buy a house in toronto people uh, apparently so we had obviously been approved for like x amount of dollars we put in what we felt like was our best offer <laughs> yeah the highest point <laughs> of our <laughs> offer bracket then we hadn't really heard anything, unlike the other house where it was fucking bottle of wine people and we're yeah. bidding against ourselves, right? It becomes like 8 o'clock. We don't hear anything. Then all of a sudden, Becca calls, and I'm like, oh, my God, we got this place. It's bananas, yeah. right? And so then we're like, okay, what's going on? And she's like, 
basically were neck and neck with these other fuckers who <laughs> put in like within increment like thousand dollars of our offer so the seller is like hey let's go back to these two people to see if they want to go in by like by like 5k more or something yeah exactly 5k more okay <laughs> then we don't hear back from becca for like 45 minutes and mm. i think it was possibly again like the longest 45 minutes, mm -hmm. like in terms of real estate time yeah. that you're waiting to hear back. And so I'm like, this is kind of one of those moments where you're like, oh my God, am I going into a new chapter of my life? Did we end up getting this place? This is so exciting. We love this place, blah, 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 right? Then she came back and they're like, she called us. It was like nine o'clock. Now I'm wondering if we did tell this story. Uh, we may have. I don't know if we told it on the podcast or if we told it to people. I don't in real remember, life. but anyway, anyways, it's almost over anyway, now. Anyway, so basically, at like 9 p.m. or like 10 or something, she came back to us and was like, "Oh, these other people put in X amount more, and it was considerably it more. It was way more. I'm way like, more. Fuck, fine, and we're not you can gonna we're not gonna go higher than that. Like we're already past our like threshold point." And so then we obviously didn't get the fucking house. No. And what was more shitty is that like. We were so heartbroken about it. And then reluctantly in this new neighborhood that we were like, we really, really like outside Greenwood Park, we saw another house and we went to go see it. And Becca's taking us through the house in Leslieville. And we're like, oh, okay, it's it's kind of okay, but it's not really okay. But then another agent was taking another couple through and she said hi to Becca. And then she's like, wait, I recognize you. And it's because that person, that agent, mm. was the one who sold the Sodden house and re yeah. recognized us from our letter. So yeah. I'm like, fuck you, Yeah, agent. but I told you uh, the house across the street had a sign that said white only. <laughs> yeah. I saw a bunch of ghosts and goblins yeah. and ghouls, so yeah. screw that place. Yeah. So you were really good because I was like really heartbroken for about a month. <laughs> and so we didn't really end up looking at anything for like a month and a half after well, that one. Just keep our fingers crossed something good happens for us. But when does it ever? I don't know. <laughs> well, we are right at that time where we should end this thing. So hour. what do you think? Do you have a band of the week or anything? Or There's so many new bands to choose from from the music that dropped yesterday or Friday. You want to go with one of those or? Doesn't matter. I don't. Know, I well. I, my two. I had two options, and if you don't like them, then we can go with one of the new ones. But mine was either going to be Brockhampton or Bronski beat. Let's do Brockhampton because Liz from my work was like, um, "Oh my god, has John listened?" I feel like you guys should just talk about music all the time. It's, yeah, I remember this specifically. Like, yeah. oh, I was talking to Liz, and she's just like, "Oh, I heard this great new album, blah blah, by this person." Do you think has John heard it? And before you said any, you, you told me the story. Yeah. I said, "Oh, have you listened to?" I'm like, "Let me stop you." Brockhampton, <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, how do you know?" I'm just like, <laughs> and it, what is it? It's by boy or something. The, yeah, the, the song I love is called "Boy Bye." Yeah, and that's what she likes as well. Yeah, it's, so let's it's, do Brockhampton. It might be my favorite song of the year so far. Whoa! So I like the song so much. I would usually tee it off now and then give away the info, mm. but the song's only like two and a half minutes, so we'll give out the info and then play the song right from there. Yeah. So always, <clears throat> well, well, the song is called "Boy Bye." Boy Bye by Brockhampton. It's like a collective group of like 12 people who rap, produce, do the uh, art direction, all this stuff. They actually mm -hmm. met, met on a Kanye West um, uh, website mm -hmm. and they all met that way. But they make awesome music and their album's called... Like a chat room? Like a... What's it called? Not a, like a... They met on a Kanye West forum where they could just write about... And they just oh. were all like, I'm a rapper, I'm a singer. That's cool. <laughs> so it's kind of a cool story. Their album's called Ginger, and it's 
one of my favorite albums of the year so far as well. And I think you like the album a lot too, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, the song's called Boy Bye and we'll play it when we're done our info. So how can people meet you? <laughs> um, in person, try again. Okay. <laughs> in my social channels, Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at Twitter and Instagram at Malenkamp and on Facebook and Instagram, just search live at 605. We'll post a picture of the guy in his underwear and no shoes. We'll post the picture Basmati of the Basmati rice. rice. And we'll post a picture of my butt. So <laughs> uh, that's it. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. Can you imagine if the p- dude in the laundry room, if you're like, it was a picture of my butt, it was actually you in the oh, laundry room? Oh, it is a white Whoa. guy. And I did admit to wearing a tank top and short we shorts. We have been talking about ghosts a lot. Ooh. Ooh. So decide if you guys think it's my butt, come meet me in person. I'll show it to you. <laughs> So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. B. Easy. This is Boy Bye by Brockhampton. Bye. Bye. To buy me body. Hey, buddy, ask me how damn I'm out of pressure, man. Look, man, I don't got the answer to your question. If I dare you, you'll probably never hear from me again. That's the promise, not a threat, and ain't no hand stepping. Can't let it compromise the pace I'm setting. Grandma told me, don't forget to count my blessings. Bringing up a tenant goes to ease my stress. And was the one that she needed, but she weren't expecting. Can't need refreshing, hey. but you been suggesting. Hey. Running new costumes, you will need a minute. Hey. I could try to cock it when I'm raising my defenses, man. I feel like I'm competing with a nigga, so I'm just sending. Hey. Never second guess, hey. Do a lot of rest, like a plate of pop bitch. Trying to find a new direction. Hey. Smiling for the shovel, what you niggas selling? My team been rebelling from whenever. Shit bum like a belly when it's pretty. Bonafide big bird looking like a yeti. Swift feet cheetah, that's real big kitty. Made y'all judges, that's real ass feeling. I don't like shit, I won't forget him and I did it. Always all the shit like conspired ribbon. Y'all don't like shit, top done fun, all fun. But I make a bitch crack a giggle with the next one. Goofy ass boy, look like Emma for a cousin. Heavy ass feet, bad pill to hurt you coming. Acting like Regina, you a little bit dramatic. I've been in the cockpit, I've been in the cabin. Take the eagle out, just ride around the planet. Damn like Kurt, man, I don't take damage. Oh, so hot, so skin printed. Mama got me fucked up, my mama got me fucked up My little nigga locked up, it's like a kumatada Never like sci-fi, empathetic wifi Keep it in the bathroom, hide it with my dry eye Put it in the vacuum, I got love for my label 50 million on the table, none of my niggas are safe Need a personal connection, I just wanna feel you baby Being sober made me realize how poorly I've been behaving uh. My bitch is so pretty pretty I get cash like really really Tell the DJ man he ain't slick Cause he ain't playing his, he's silly silly My bitch is so pretty pretty I get cash like really really